0: So a couple of hours ago here on the show, we were talking with Global News reporter Richard Desmond about the report that was done, released late yesterday, by Vancouver former Vancouver Deputy Police Chief Doug Lepard. And this report looked into the actions of Gary Lentz, the former Sergeant-at-Arms at the BC Legislature. And this report was quite different from the other reports that have come out about the legislature scandal, because it out and out says that Lentz was dishonest during an investigation into that scandal. Lepard says that Gary Lentz lied, both in oral and written submissions to retired Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin. Remember, she authored the report that was commissioned by the province to look into those allegations of overspending. Now, McLaughlin cleared Lentz of misconduct in her report, and then even though he kept saying he wanted to stay on the job, Lentz suddenly retired last week, stepped down. In a statement about this report, Lentz says that he rejects Lepard's conclusions and is adamant about his total honesty in his duties at the legislature. But here's the thing. There's a couple of interesting nuggets in that report about the Premier's office and about when the Premier's office might have known about these allegations. We're going to hear what the Premier has to say about that in a moment, but first, let's go to Richard Zussman, our Global News online legislative reporter, to further break this down for us. Hi, Richard. Hey, Simon. Long time no talk to.
1: Yeah, as you know, sometimes these yes. stories take on a life <laughs> of their own, right? <laughs> they
0: do, yeah. So let's talk about the... And I read the, I remember reading this last night, too, and thinking this was odd. It's yeah. that, that there are there are There are allegations in the report that the premier's office knew about this months before it went public.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things, right? I read the report as well. It was something you thought, well, that's interesting, and clearly it's become more than that. Uh, There have been a lot of questions around uh, the decisions made by Premier John Horgan's Chief of Staff, Jeff Meggs, and it's also rare that the Premier stops and does a media availability uh, during the normal course of the day. Normally, they're well uh, organized in advance. This time, we took uh, four and a half minutes worth of questions around this issue, and what Premier Horgan said is he was first notified around these potential allegations uh in the summer of 2018 so 3 months before the plecas report came out uh he said he did not look at the investigation that was done by plecas he was informed of uh, the work that was being done by plecas by deputy speaker raj shohan he told shohan it's not my responsibility uh to deal with this bring this to jeff jeff meggs is the chief of staff to the uh, to the premier Meggs met with uh, Plekis uh, and uh, I think potentially Alan Mullen, but for sure Plekis, where Plekis uh, provided with him fifty pages of the Plekis report, including the allegations around the alcohol that was put into the back of Craig James's vehicle, which right. is what the Lapard Report is about. That document was then left behind at a meeting and Jeff Meg shredded it. So the questions to Horgan were about, you know, when did you know about this? Right. And why was the document shredded and who told Jeff to shred the document? The answer was Uh, Jeff decided to shred the document. It was not a document that was new information. It was not our document. We did not create the document, and therefore we got rid of it. Okay. Uh,
0: Let's just, first of all, I know you uh, you were in that scrum uh, where the Premier was talking about this. Let's hear some of what he had to say, starting with when he was made aware of these allegations.
2: I can advise you that uh, I was informed, I think it was last summer, uh, by the uh, Deputy Speaker that there were allegations of wrongdoing uh, in the clerk's office. Uh, he asked me to have a meeting with the uh, Speaker. I said that wasn't my responsibility, uh, firstly, uh, because uh, the, the Legislative Assembly is in the purview of the Lampsy. More to the point though, and I think this is critically important, I, uh, it's no secret to those of you who have covered this place for a long time, I voted against the appointment of Craig James for a myriad of reasons, some of them were public, some of them were private. I felt that if there was allegations of wrongdoing, if I was involved, um, there could be a perception of bias. So I asked my chief of staff to take the meeting. He did. When he saw the information, he said immediately, this should go to the police. My office is not an investigative body. It is the head of executive council.
0: You know, Richard, that is so interesting because you can kind of tell... Uh how like the level of concern in his voice yeah. there, but clearly he felt the need to step out and talk about this today.
1: Yeah, Simi, it was weird body language from yeah. John Morgan. I spend a lot of time with him and he's often jovial with the media, joking in the hallway, heading into the you know, this was not happy John. It was almost reminiscent of Angry John before the twenty seventeen election. He seemed frustrated, annoyed. Uh he said that the media is blowing this out of proportion. Uh uh, that this is not a significant issue. One of the other things, though, that I know Premier Horgan knows exists are his quotes from November, when the plecos or, or when uh, Lenz and James were first escorted right. from the building. So let me read to you a few of those quotes. Okay. John Horgan, November twenty first, two thousand eighteen. Three months now after we know he first heard about these allegations. This is the quote. Quote: I am unaware of what has led to the events of today. End quote. The next day, scrum, November twenty second. Quote, well, first I had heard of that was this morning. And when I talked to the house leader about that, he didn't advise me of that because it was dismissed immediately by everyone in the room. You know, these are things... The question now will be, what did John Horgan know and when? Right. He says he knew there were allegations. He never looked at the report. He didn't know about the basis of the allegations. So those quotes could be that that's what he was referring to. I was surprised about what the allegations were, but it's now clear he knew about this months before yeah. it happened.
0: So he's trying to claim plausible deniability here in this whole issue. I am also curious, though, and he alluded to it there, but what kind of bad blood there is bef- between the former right. clerk and the premier,
1: yeah. And so John Horgan all along has made it clear that he was not supportive of Craig James as the clerk of the BC legislature. Uh, himself and Adrian Dix, uh, then the leader, spoke out against uh, James being the clerk, and it was voted on uh, by the MLA. And Craig James became the clerk. There was a lot of talk then that he was like the third best candidate possible, and there have been allegations about his ties to the BC Liberals, and that was part of the reason why he got the job. John Horgan has never never been a fan of Craig James. He has made that clear since this entire time. And he also mentioned, as you heard, that he wanted to distance himself from any potential conflict of interest because he was on the record of being uh, very much opposed uh, to his appointment.
0: Right, okay, and you talked about the document there as well that got left behind in the office that ended up being shredded. The Premier talked about that as well when pressed by reporters on that claim that Jeff Meggs, his chief of staff, shredded that document. Here's what he had to say about that.
2: I think the timeline is pretty important here. The document was left behind. He retained the document. He didn't share it with anyone. He didn't show it to me. When he was advised that the information had been passed on to the police it was no longer a document that was worth keeping it wasn't created by our office it was not a public document that was part of running the government of british columbia it was in the hands of the police there was no need for us to keep it
0: was there no need for you to be briefed on the contents
2: no there were allegations and i've said i've said to all of you uh, when the special prosecutor was appointed this city runs on rumors many of you here have made good careers out of rumors Uh, The fact that the wrongdoing was surrounding Craig James was not a surprise to me, but they were allegations. Allegations does not lead to charges. Charges do not lead to guilt. It was not my responsibility, nor Jeff Meggs, to pass judgment on that.
0: Right. But nobody was asking him to pass judgment. They're asking for him to say, huh, maybe somebody should just look into that and then step away from it.
1: Right. And it's important to note as well, the he that he mentions in the beginning there is Jeff Meggs. Yes. And the chief of staff was in that meeting. And that's also detailed in the new LePard report. Uh, we. uh are very, quite sure that one of the witnesses, all of the witness names have been redacted, but one of the people that was interviewed based on what we now know from the premier witness number 10 was Jeff Meggs. And part of the conversation that he had uh, with Lepard for the investigation was about this uh, timeline of right. getting rid of the document. And I think uh, there, the Horgan is right in the fact that the document wasn't produced by them and the best place for that document was the police and ultimately Plek has very quickly turned it over to the police that led to the special prosecutors that led to the right. ongoing police investigation
0: I guess Richard too. the other question that I would have in all of this is like listen if you were somebody was bringing this to you and saying there's a problem right. well why not yes take it to the committee but direct the committee oh hey let's get the liberals in on this let's get the Green Party in on this so that everybody On the same page.
1: Sure, it's a good question. Don't just walk away from it. And the question now we have to look back and it says, what is the responsibility? of these places in the legislature, right? Like what is the responsibility of Lamsey? What is the responsibility of the premier's office? And I think ultimately these accusations of fraud, the premier and his chief of staff best thought were the responsibility of the RCMP and the police to investigate. But I think in looking back, the legislature should have had a role here as well at looking at wrongdoing and and trying to close those gaps. You know, we've heard so many times there just weren't any rules here to govern the sort of misspending that we saw.
0: Right. So clearly they thought it was so radioactive that they didn't want to touch it. But if they had really done that, then nothing ever would have come to light.
1: I I think that's a good way to put it, Simi, is that this is radioactive. And a year later, we're still Still getting (laughs) radiation poisoning here at the legislature because Uh. it's not going away. And more characters keep getting drawn into this saga that uh, we are nowhere closer to get to an end to than I think where we started.
0: We are not, but Richard, thank you for the update today. (laughs) We appreciate that. That's Richard Zessman, our Global News Online legislative reporter. We talked to him twice today because that story took such a turn with the Premier stepping out to say a few words about what was mentioned about his office in Doug Lepard's report. And once again, I'm going to tell people, if you have a curiosity about this, like I certainly did yesterday, I read through the whole report. You can find it online too. You should definitely take a look at it. It does read like some kind of novel. Unfortunately, it's not fiction.